Do you want to run further, faster, or stronger? Do you want to enjoy your running more and generally be a better version of yourself? You're in the right place. I'm your host, Alan Ladd, a running coach and nutritionist. My aim is to help you improve your running from 5Ks to ultras by providing you with the knowledge and tools you need on training, nutrition, and mindset, as well as giving you the inspiration to dream bigger, achieve more in your running, and to make it fun at the same time. Welcome to the Running Rules Podcast. Let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 40 of the Running Rules Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about how to decide on your running goals for 2024 and beyond. And I thought this would be a really good time to do it. I know it's not the end of 2023 yet. There's still about eight weeks left and still plenty of time to tick off a few goals if you still have them for this year. Um, Whether you're racing cross country at the moment or trying to go for a shorter distance or maybe you've still got a marathon coming up. I know we've got some people in Valencia coming up soon. Um, But I thought this would be a good time because... Uh, We had New York Marathon yesterday, and that kind of signifies the end of the autumn marathon season, especially for the majors. We had Berlin, Chicago, and New York, and lots of other ones in between, including Dublin, um, Amsterdam. We had Yorkshire Marathon, Chester Marathon, and loads of other ones that have just finished up. So people naturally probably reflecting on those autumn marathons um whether you've done one yourself or you're reflecting on the results of other people like I am because I haven't done one this uh this autumn and maybe looking forward to the spring marathons already it might not be marathons that you're doing at the minute maybe you you have recently been doing couch to 5k or you've had a half marathon back in the autumn and it's getting to the point in the year now where November comes and it's kind of the month where we try and get things done before the end of the year because when December comes um, naturally we start to switch off and go down into holiday mode certainly towards the middle and back end of December And then you can almost get to January. It comes um, quicker than you think. And you haven't really sort of thought about or thought for very long about what you're going to do in 2024. And that's when you get a lot of New Year's resolutions made and not lasting very long. So I think now is a really good time to start thinking about next year. And I've also said and think about beyond because I do think you can have a, a plan for your running journey that extends out more than six months, more than 12 months even. And it really depends on every individual what, what you're wanting to do. But I definitely think you can plan um, quite a long way out. And it's always important, though, to check in with that plan and make sure you're still sort of on board with what you're what you're trying to get to and it's still getting you going and wanting to do more of it so today I'm going to talk a little bit about how I decide what I'm going to do um, the kinds of things that I think about 
hopefully give you some ideas of of things that you can try and achieve in your own running, whether it's, you know, different challenges, um, different distances, something new that you haven't tried before, or even just carrying on with what you are doing, but making sure that you're checking in and remembering why you're doing it. I see quite a lot of people get quite excited for a time and then really sort of drop off because maybe they forget about why they were doing it or other things come in and that's that's life things will always happen and that's that's fine um but it's always good to get back to running if it's a big part of your life and remembering that reason why you did it in the first place is always a good starting point um, but I think sometimes life takes over and we, we sometimes forget to check in and then I see the flip side of that as well where people are sort of keeping going with the same uh, challenges and not really sort of reassessing as to whether that's really meaningful for them anymore. I know I have to do that you know every sort of cycle I would say every six months I'm definitely checking in and making sure that what I'm planning for the next six months is still what I want to do I've, I vividly remember talking to my coach Johnny on um, in the summer of last year in 2022 and um, talking about doing London Marathon and really not being sure whether that was still what I wanted to do um, I was starting to think about different challenges that I might do whether I would start running longer or different terrain or whatever it was and when what it got back to in the end for me was did I want to do the kind of training that was required for those new challenges and also did I want to go to the kinds of events that I was talking about maybe doing instead of London Marathon and when I put them beside each other both the training for the events and the events thems themselves and I pictured myself being in London Marathon as opposed to running a looped ultra course for instance um, I definitely saw that I wanted to do London um, and I saw that the kinds of that the type of training that I was going to be doing which obviously was was what I was used to was what I still wanted to do you know I wasn't ready to go and run long miles at the weekend really long miles at the weekend and take more time out out of the weekend not see the kids as much so it was really useful for me to check in with that but I did need some prompting from my coach when I was talking about or oh, maybe I'll do ultras instead um as just to make sure that I was was able to reflect on all of that it did take someone else there to be able to do that for me so do talk to whoever is supporting you whether it's a, a partner a running friend a coach and have those conversations as to why you're doing it is it still the right thing and really decide that you know the path that you're going to take is is the best one I always think it's good to talk about the why you're doing it and also checking as to whether that has changed. So for me, my why for running has changed throughout the years. When I first started running, 
it was to see whether I could do a marathon. So it was really, can I achieve the distance of 26.2 miles? And that was way back in 2003. And Thankfully, the answer was yes. And I think for most people that want to do it, the answer is going to be yes. But you never know until you've actually done it. And that is what's so great about doing a new distance for the first time. There's always that slight element of can I cover the distance? Whereas I don't get that anymore. Um, You know, I've done enough marathons now to know that unless something goes drastically wrong, I'm going to be able to cover the distance. So that's not the question anymore. So now it's not a question of whether I can achieve the distance. But before I got to where I am now, I went through lots of different phases of this. So I think the problem when I had my second attempt at marathon was I didn't really have a concrete why anymore because I'd achieved the marathon, I'd done it. And I didn't really have a second why for doing it. And I think consequently that contributed to me not training properly, not really sort of understanding what I needed to do and messing that completely up. And I didn't finish. If you haven't gone back and listened to, I think it's probably my first episode where I talk about my running journey. Um, You won't know, but if you have, you'll know that my second marathon attempt I didn't finish I walked off the course at mile 16 and that's stuck with me for a long time but it meant that I didn't really have that why and consequently it didn't really matter to me after that for a long time that I wasn't going to continue with running it was it was well that that wasn't for me it didn't work out but I'm moving on to something else so it took me a long time to come back from that and eventually um, I got fixated on the idea of running a 5k in 20 minutes and that became my new why. Um, so that's something different. It's I knew I could do the distance obviously but I didn't know whether I could run that fast. So again it's trying to achieve something that you haven't achieved before um, and also an element there of becoming skillful at something. So it's not just covering the distance, but it's now covering it in a certain time period. And that can be, you know, different time for anybody. You know, it, it, it it's really arbitrary because everyone's going to have a different starting point and a different idea of what is, you know, what is... Um, really successful for them let's say and it doesn't really matter because it's what what it means to you um is the main thing there i'll go through it in a bit but there there is a a side of it where you're trying to do it for other people and i always think that's a bad idea um you can try and you know be competitive and run good times in the in the eyes of other people but ultimately i think for a lot of people that's not really going to work i've seen people try to do that before or try to achieve things for other people for the the kudos or the the status and the thing is that there's so many people do people out there doing different things and if you're trying to go on times then there's always going to be someone faster than you. 
Um, if you're going on distances, someone's always going to be able to run that and further. So it doesn't really matter. People will will recognize you for a little period of time and then someone else will do something else. So it it's kind of really very short lived if you're if you're doing that. And I think it's it's a bad idea to be doing it for those reasons. But fast forward then I again I managed to do the 5k in 20 minutes and I lost my why again. So after that I didn't really push on from there. And it actually took me three and a half years until I ran the 5k in under 20 minutes again which is it's crazy when you think about you get to that level and then that's it done your foot's off the gas but again I didn't really have a why to 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 go on further um it, I don't know if it didn't really occur to me to go to you know 19 and a half 19 minutes whether I didn't think I would be able to um but I just 20 was where I was aiming for I got there and then I just didn't really have the same drive anymore um the big turning point really came when my mum passed away because then my running had a different reason and my reason at the start was to to honor her she was the one that got me into running and the first thing that we did pretty much uh you know it was about a month after she passed away was we ran my brother and I ran the half marathon in Belfast and I wouldn't have done that um only he asked me to and you know we did it for her and at that point um it really did change my why uh, now it was really doing it for her and I and I said just there that it's not good f- a good idea for doing it for other people I think that's a slightly different reason um and I definitely think doing something in someone's memory is is a great way to to honor that person and um it's a it's a really valid thing to do so we did that and then I didn't feel like I'd done it very well so I carried that on to the next year and did the marathon but I realized that to to actually start doing it well I would need to get more involved and that's when I got into a club so I don't know at what point it moved on from me doing it from her for her to me doing it again for myself but probably throughout those next couple of years we I did the half marathon and then I did the marathon and then we did the the 24 and 24 which if you haven't heard about that um you can hear all about that in episode 24 uh, which is easy to remember um and that was really sort of the for me the closure of that chapter of my running career because that was when we did a challenge that I didn't know if we'd be able to do but we did it for charity and we we did it in her memory that really sort of brought to the end that part of my running journey and I think it was probably after that that was in 2017 and it was going into 2018 that I decided I wanted to do it for me and I wanted to see how how far I could go on this running journey and that's really where I still am I'm still pushing myself and and really want to see what what I can do what's the best that I can do given the constraints of of what I'm allowing 
um, my training to look like. So I do have some constraints there. I don't want it to be so full on that I don't have time with the kids and the family. So there is that caveat always with how far can I get because probably if I was able to train and rest and do everything as an elite athlete would be able to do then I could probably run quite a lot faster but not to the elite levels obviously I'm not saying that I could be an elite athlete Um, but I certainly probably could be a, a fair bit a little bit faster anyway than I am now so I've got to work within those constraints um but I think for most people um it's there's going to be a different why and it could change um it's quite useful to look at um hierarchy of reasons or hierarchy of needs you may have come across this before it's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs and it's quite good for identifying what your drive is and why you're doing it um so maslow's hierarchy of needs is basically a pyramid of things that we need in our lives and the premise is that it's there are certain levels and you need to have basically fulfilled the levels below to be able to go to the next level so the first level is physiological needs so this is basic human needs like food shelter water air so running doesn't really fit into any of those so unless you are you know running to chase your your food down or something like that um it you know these days running doesn't fit into that first level so we can almost ignore that for this this conversation the second level is safety so this incorporates um, health as well as physical safety. Um, but health is a big one and probably one that is a reason that people get into running and a reason that people stay running as well. Both physical and mental health, I would put both of those into the bracket of health. And for a lot of people, it's going to be uh, it's going to be mental more so than physical I think physical health yes you can get a lot of that from running I think you can also get a lot of that from nutrition and strength training um other sports as well I think mental health is a really um a really big one for a lot of runners um so if that is if that is you then don't forget why you're doing it because it's quite easy sometimes to to delineate those two things for me running definitely helps my mental health as well um so if i stopped running altogether i would lose that part or i would lose something there on that second level so it's really important to remember that uh, and is it's definitely a reason why you know even if i stopped trying to run fast marathons or do challenges or do anything like that I would think I would still run because that fulfills that need on that second level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs the third one the third level 
is love and belonging. And this incorporates friendship. So for quite a lot of people, running brings them into um, a community, whether that's a, a club, uh, whether it's just the, the park run community or the general running community at races, or it might be that you have um, a friend that you run with. But running can bring people together and is another reason why people might run. So again, if that's if that's you and you've kind of gone away from a club and gone off running and you feel like you're missing that, it's always really important to remember why you were, why you got into running and what that was giving you. And if you have moved away from it, uh, or maybe running on your own and feel like that was that's something that's now missing, then that is important to 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 acknowledge and to maybe drive you to do something different. Maybe sign up for more races. Maybe go to park run every Saturday morning. Maybe join a club. Whatever it is, to get back into into that. So, a goal for twenty twenty four could be just to build a bit more community w- with other fellow runners if that's something that you feel is missing in your life and that running can give you but i think those two levels level 2 and level 3 i think those don't necessarily require big goals um to be able to fulfill so for a lot of people um those will be the reasons but you can keep on running you can keep on just ticking over and ticking that box and yes it's good to check in with your why and and realizing that that is the reason that you're doing it but you don't necessarily need a big goal if that's if that's ongoing and that's working for you and i think most people that are listening to this probably those two things could well be true for you but then there's another level on top of that as well so level four is esteem and this can be a self-esteem or being respected by others um, so this is where it gets a little bit um, gray i think so i as i said before i don't think it's good to do running to be respected by others um some people really thrive on that um it's not something that i particularly do because i say i always think there's someone out there doing you know faster things further things and that's not to say that whatever you're doing isn't important because it is but it's it's really mostly important that you're filling your self-esteem so it's achieving new distances times whatever it is but it's you know trying to master the 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 art of running and executing races and all of that and i think that's probably where most people are at and possibly on to number five as well and the top level is self-actualization and and that is about trying to be the best that you possibly can and again It'll be levels four and five that I think most people on that are listening to this will be will be looking at. Yes, two and three are important and you can keep those going, but you don't necessarily need lofty goals to be able to do that. I think once you get to four and five, 
that's when selecting the goals becomes really important because if if you're really trying to um, build self-esteem or self-actualization in terms of getting to be the best that you possibly can, then it's not really enough just to keep ticking over the running. You have to keep on saying to yourself, what is the next thing? What is the thing that I really want to achieve um, in the next six months, 12 months, further on down the line? And how am I going to get there? Um, so if that's you, then I've got a few ideas of what we you could look at. Um, and I'm sure that you probably already have these vague notions in the in the back of your head, if not actually laid down in front of you. But sometimes it's easy to just think, I oh, will do I'll do that when something else happens, when I'm less busy at work or when the kids have grown up or when whatever, insert thing here. And I think when I look back to 2018, I'd been toying with the idea of could I possibly run a sub three hour marathon? And up to that point, I'd just been putting it off and thinking, I'll do that, you know, when the kids are a bit older, I'll do that when I've got more time. And the truth is that something else will always fill that hole. Yes, there's probably times when it's a really, really not a good time. You know, when the big life things happen, someone unfortunately passes away or there's a new arrival into the family or, you know, you've got a wedding or whatever it is. Um, There are certain times when it's probably not going to be practical to be training hard for a race. But most of the time, when we think about other things that are going on in our lives that we say, you know, I'm busy at work or busy the weekend with whatever it is, those things are always probably going to be there. And we need to kind of try and build in time for this, especially if it's important to us. So, if you think it's important enough um, on those levels of four and five that you're trying to achieve something, you're trying to find out how good you can be, then you need to make the time for it. The flip side is if there's something else that is giving you that, then it might be a, might be that you fall back to those levels two and three for the running and just have that ticking over as either something that helps you your health or helps your community and that's absolutely fine there might be something else that you really want to try and be the best and it might be a career thing or it might be a different hobby or it might be being the best parent you can be you cannot you can probably do multiple of these i'm not saying they're mutually exclusive but there might be something else in your life that you're really really working hard towards at this moment in time and that means that running is just going to take a back seat and just be, you know, something that's a continuing factor that helps your health or it helps your, your community. And that's absolutely, absolutely fine. But a few ideas of things that you could look at for 2024. And some of them will be obvious. So first one is looking at a new distance. 
and that can be up or down so we usually think about going up the distances so we do couch to 5k then we look at 10k and then we look at the half marathon then we do marathon then we might look at ultras i i think that's obviously a sensible way to go but it doesn't need to be as rigid as that and i think if you i think couch to 5k is a sensible starting point but i think once you've done that you can really think bigger than just going right well 2024 i'm going to try and run a 10k i think it's very possible even if you've only done couch to 5k this year to say i want to run a, a half marathon or possibly even even a marathon again it it may depend on your starting point but I think anyone who can cover 5k can cover a marathon, can probably co- cover an ultra marathon. They're very different beasts. Um, but I think people tend to have this very sort of have to do this and then I have to do that and then I have to do that. And sometimes you can just do anything you want. <laughs> um, yes, I was young when I did my first marathon. But that was only the second race that I'd ever run. Uh, the first being a random uh, a random trail race on the build-up to that marathon. So I just entered a marathon um, as the first race that I was, I ever was going to do. And then subsequently entered that, um, that trail race on the, on the lead-up to the marathon. Um, because my mom thought it would be a good idea if I had at least done our race before my first marathon. That's not necessarily the best way to do things, but if you really want to do something, there's always a way of doing it. And I think if you can cover 5k, then you can start building up to a marathon. Now, I'm not suggesting that if you've only run 5k to, to sign up for a marathon in four weeks time, Yes, it's going to take longer than that, but certainly within a year, there's no reason why you can't build up to that. And in fact, I had a client who ran his first marathon uh, in Berlin in September, and he ran his first 5K at the back end of last year. So uh, yes, he was doing cycling before that, so he had a a certain level of fitness there. But even then... You know, he hadn't done much running at all. Certainly hadn't done any events up to that point. And we worked through from basically from 5K all the way up to marathon in about nine months. Um, so it can be done. Um, so I'll always think outside the box. The other thing you can do is go shorter. So a lot of people might be listening to this, might be thinking doing marathon, doing a marathon, keep doing a marathon. Sometimes it's good to target a shorter distance and then go back to the marathon. That's what I've been doing this autumn, or basically since Boston in April, I've been targeting shorter distances and it gives you a different sort of dimension to your running. Um, And it's something that you can even, you know, be doing the through the back end of this year like I said there's eight weeks left of the year 
you could certainly be targeting a 5k or a 10k in that time um if you've especially if you've been doing longer distances but even if you've only done 5k now you know there's time to be able to do that so think about new distances the second one is faster times and i think that's what a lot of people will focus on is running the same distance or same race or similar race at a faster time and that's really where i'm at the minute uh, with the marathon that is the thing that i keep going back to and wanting to improve on so it's a good target to have but always think why am i doing this for me it's i i feel like i'm at that top level where i'm trying to get as good as i can at the marathon um i can't, i'm not when i think about why the marathon that's difficult to answer i think for me it's the experience of big marathon races that i love and is also why a secondary goal of mine is the six world major marathons but that's not the primary goal so i don't want to just go around and run those marathons i want to experience big race marathons but my primary goal is to try and get faster in the marathon um for me it just feels like a distance that is at the top end of what i'm prepared to do training wise and i've still feel like i can execute better i think with the half marathon i do love the half marathon i think it's probably my favorite race distance but i feel like i'm already pretty good at racing a half marathon and i feel like there's less things that a few things that can go wrong or do go wrong for me in the half marathon i think that's probably the same for most people um so i think the marathon is where it is for me in terms of it's a really tricky race to get right and there's still room for improvement there um the half marathon is interesting because obviously i would like to get faster at all distances when i go down to 5k it's really sort of diminishing returns now for me um i don't know whether that is because i'm getting to an age where my speed isn't going to improve vastly and it's going to be my endurance that can still possibly um improve i still think there's there's time there to be shaved off the 5k but it it's you know it's seconds we're not talking minutes whereas it 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 really drives me a bit bit more if i'm thinking about the marathon and trying to get minutes off the marathon and it's similar with the half marathon in terms of i still feel like there's maybe a minute or two that could possibly come off there but it's we're not talking sort of five ten minutes uh whereas i still think with the marathon you know five minutes is possible uh, and that really sort of drives me on to want to do better in that number three is new terrains and is interesting because that is i suppose what i'm doing at the moment i'm doing cross country um but i think when i was thinking about new terrains thinking more of trail 
um, mountain races. Um, potentially, you could include beach on there. There's probably not that many races on beach. More so mountain and trail. Um, but could could be cross-country as well. And it just gives you, a, again, it gives you another dimension to your running, a different kind of challenge. And I think it also probably takes um, the pressure off that time goal as well, especially if you're going, you know, to, to a hard, a, a more difficult terrain. I mean, obviously, if you're a trail runner primarily or a mountain runner, you could go go to the roads um, and that would be a different challenge for you. But I think the nice thing about harder terrains is that that time element certainly at the start probably goes out of the window a little bit. So that's always a good one to to focus on, especially if you're getting a, a little bit hung up with times and a bit frustrated with times to do something completely different that doesn't rely on that time element or doesn't rely as heavily on it um it's really hard to to judge what is a good time even in cross country i would say so once you start getting out on the trails mountains lots of elevation it's even it's even harder at the start so um it kind of takes that pressure away and i think that's a really good focus for some people that are getting a little bit stale in their running and a bit fed up of those time goals Number four is new experiences, and I touched on that um, a moment ago when I was talking about my own running. That is probably my second um, my my secondary goal after my after improving my time in the marathon is to get those new experiences. Um, I loved going to Boston this year. It was you know probably the best racing experience I've had. Um, and I've been to London, Berlin, uh, went down to Dublin to spectate. That was a great experience, but I have done Dublin before. So I'm always looking for those new experiences. And, you know, again, that can be bigger experiences or more intimate, smaller experiences. So whether you have only done sort of local races, small ones, and want to go to something that's quite a lot bigger, or you've done massive races like New York Marathon and then want to do a really low-key trail race in your local area. I think there's so many different experiences out there in terms of running races and um, events that there's you know, there's something for everyone. And especially, again, if you're getting a little bit stale with things that you've done in the past and you're only doing one kind of thing, it could be something to really change up your goals for 2024 and focus on getting that different type of experience. I mean, there's there's all sorts of um, different types of races out there as well. There's um, a race coming up where it's a pairs race, so you have to run with someone um, all around the the course. So that that's I've never done that one, but it's you know it's a different idea, and there's there's always something different out there. So have a look at what is what is out there, and it could be something local, or you know it could be something halfway around the globe. Running is a great um, 
a great excuse to go traveling as well. So um, think about places that you want to go. Is, are there runs there? Um, there's so much out there that you could do. Number five is charitable endeavors. And this is quite a big one for lots of people, but it was one, you know, obviously that was, was big for me a few years ago and probably will be again when it gets to be the right time. Um, I was thinking next year might be the time for me to do something like this because it will be 10 years since my mum passed away. Um, the way 2024 is shaping up at the minute, I'm not sure if there will be enough time in the year. So I'm doing Manchester in April and then potentially um, another marathon in autumn. So that doesn't leave a lot of time for a, chari uh, a charity event or a, a challenge in the middle of the year. Um, but definitely that can again change the focus of your run if you're doing it for some something else and for a good cause and that can really sort of inspire you to get back on to um to a bigger race again or a bigger challenge so think about um charity as a way of um both doing something good um for the charity but also getting you fired up again for something in 2024 and the last one, number six, is kind of related to that. And it's to make up your own challenge. This is something that we did with the 24 and 24. Um, it's something that I may well do again in the future. It's something that I think you can really play around with this. And you don't have to do um, set events to be able to do something that is really meaningful and different and really challenging as well. Uh, you can basically make up anything that you want. So we decided to do 24 park runs in 24 hours, so 24 times 5k all around Northern Ireland, which was a little bit bonkers. So <laughs> you, you don't have to do something quite as bonkers as that. Um, I think if you are planning on doing anything like that, I would seriously recommend not doing as much driving as that in the 24 hours. I mean, we didn't do the driving. Uh, we had other people doing it for us, but logistically it was a bit of a nightmare and it kind of as much came down to could the driving be done in the right amount of time as could the running be done in the right time. And if I was ever doing something like that again, I think that is something that would I would try and steer away from. Um, I know in in, in um, England, Scotland or Wales, they do a challenge where you have to climb the three highest peaks in each country, um, which is Scarfell Pike um, in England, Snowdon in Wales and uh, Ben Nevis in Scotland. But again, you have to do the driving between those. So I don't like the idea of doing something that's timed with travel in it because it just seems a little bit dangerous if you ask me. So, but beyond that, I mean, I've thought of different challenges that I might do in the future. I mean, I'll give you an example of one I'm probably not going to do, but 
there is um, a loop that we have as our race route, uh, which is five miles around here. I did think about doing that 24 hours, uh, 24 times in 24 hours as the next 24 and 24. Um, I think I would probably skip that because, uh, not least because there's a massive hill in it, but also because when it gets dark, it's probably a little bit dangerous to be running on those roads. Um, out they're basically little country roads, so um, I don't really fancy that. Plus, again, I don't know how much I fancy doing the same loop over and over again. Um, it's something I might try at some point. Um, we have organized events here. Um, they run all over the world. You have the Backyard Ultra uh, is one of these ones um, here. The, they call them Last Man Standing, um, where you run the same loop uh, over and over again every hour. And that maybe if it was an organized event, maybe I could be persuaded to do that at some point um it, it is one of the things that possibly is on my list of things to do um but not right now and yes it's not my own challenge uh in 2021 actually um my brother johnny and i ran from leeds hospice to bolton hospice which is just over 50 miles uh, and that again was his he devised that challenge um, so no one, I presume, had ever done that before. And that's the beauty of doing something that you devise yourself. It's very unlikely for some of the things that we you might think to do that anyone's bothered to do it before. Um, so it kind of makes it fun in terms of you'd be the first person to do it. Um, and again, it's kind of a good way of tying that in with a charity event. Yes, you could do a marathon for charity and there's lots of charity spots for big marathons as well. So that's always worth considering. But doing your own challenge has kind of a unique feel to it and almost a unique selling point as well to to be able to sort of get that sponsorship in. I think is, is quite it's quite handy to be able to do something like that. Um, and it doesn't have to be too wacky. I mean, you can you know, run every street in your neighborhood or something, something silly like that, you know, that doesn't necessarily take, um, it doesn't, it's not necessarily a very, very long period of running, um, but takes a little bit of planning and is, is kind of a very unique thing to do. So that might be something that really drives you on for 2024. I think the last thing I wanted to say with that is um, think about long-term and short-term goals as well. Uh, I've sort of alluded to the fact that I like to have a year planned out, but I think my long-term goal is potentially still to run the six major marathons, but I'm not in a rush to do that. And so what that means is that I'm probably thinking of spacing those out every 18 months, which means that, you know, I've still probably got three or four years of doing those and fitting other things in around those. So my marathon in April at Manchester is really there to try and target a fast marathon. 
then I'll probably do one of the majors. And then 2025 could be the time that I slot in um, a challenge of some description because that would fit nicely there. 2024 is a little bit busy, so that would fit into 2025. And then potentially Tokyo would be 18 months on at the start of 2026. So, you know, that's my vague thinking at the minute. But then you can break it down into shorter term goals. And especially if you have something big like a long term time goal, maybe you're going for the sub three marathon, but you're quite a long way off from that then you can start planning in shorter goals. And those shorter term goals don't even necessarily need to be all leading up to that final goal. You might decide that you're going to do a couple of marathon cycles and then you're going to do something different, like a shorter shorter race cycle where you're f- focusing on 5Ks, 10Ks to try and build that speed up and then go back into the marathon. So you can do something different and some of those shorter term goals that aren't necessarily exactly what you might might do so for instance if you're targeting a marathon and you're thinking of not doing a marathon cycle that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to contribute to that bigger goal some things might not do so for instance if you're concentrating on a massive a really long ultra for instance that might not help you towards um a really fast marathon it might build your endurance if that's something that you're weak in um but it might be a little bit of a departure so that's fine but you need to just sort of think about how long you want to take to get to your really a goal long-term goal and whether you're happy enough to sort of departure off for a little cycle. Um, and sometimes it's good to have a break from from that and do something different. But it's good to think about that long-term goal and, you know, shorter-term goals in between to keep you both motivated for now. Because if you said, my, if I said my goal now is to run a 2.30 marathon, which at the minute just seems like, um, you know completely way off and probably will be will never be achievable for me then you put that and say I'm going to do that in five years time but you don't have anything in between then you know it's really difficult to to really stay motivated to try and get to that goal so have those little goals in there to to motivate you to get you to get you going and it could be something completely different. It could be something on a different terrain. It could be something for charity. And those not are not necessarily mutually exclusive. You could do something for charity that is a marathon that pushes you towards that goal. But the one thing that I would say is don't put it off. Don't keep thinking, I'll do it whenever. Start now. Start that journey now and start moving towards that big goal. So write down what your big goal is going to be and how long you think that's going to take. Um, If you're only going to plan next year, let's say, then at least get something down for the spring um, as to what you're going to do. Um, Make sure that you've checked in with your why to make sure that, you know, it's really relevant to you and it's still lighting you up. 
tell someone about it. And I think that is one of the big things that I would say now is get someone or some people that are going to support you to buy into what you're doing. It's much easier to follow through with something if you actually tell people about it. So when I had the idea for 24 and 24, I could have pulled out at any point up to the point where I told the charity we were going to do it for and raise money for them. And at that point, I couldn't back out. Um, There was up to that point, I really wasn't sure whether we were even going to attempt it. But at the point where I where I told the charity, that was really where I couldn't back out. But even before that, I told a couple of people, I told Louise, I told a couple of people in the club that I was thinking of doing that. And they were the ones that kept me going, saying, well, you said you wanted to do this. Come on, we can do this. And without that support, I'm not sure that I would have got even got to the point of telling the charity. So that's really important. Find whether it's a partner, a club member, another runner that you run with, um, a coach, anyone that you trust and you know w- know will keep you going. Tell them what your goal is and get them to keep you accountable on that. So what are you going to do today? Write it down, tell someone about it and start putting the steps in, whether it's starting to get back on top of your training um whether it's booking that race whatever it needs to be start putting the steps in and don't let it slide because the easiest thing is to put it off and say I'll do it next year or I'll do it in January um once Christmas is over because once you get to January it's barely time enough then at that point to get anything penciled in for the first quarter of the year or the first four or five months of the year um, and then you'll before you know it we'll be into the summer summer holidays come before you know it we're back into the this time of year so get started now excited to hear what you all have planned for 2024 um, if anyone's coming to Manchester let me know um, if you have other things that you're you're going to do I'd love to hear about them uh, send me a message at uh, the running rules on Instagram that's the best place to find me and I would love to know what you're doing hope this has really helped and uh, you find something that you're really passionate about to do for 2024 uh, if you have any races coming up the rest of this year good luck with those and um, do message me at the running rules on Instagram let me know how you're getting on. Take care. Have a great week. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate you taking the time and I hope you've got something to take away and action in your own running. If you enjoyed the show, please hit subscribe and recommend it to someone you know. If you're struggling with your own training or want to get faster and stronger and not sure how to, therunningrules.com forward slash coaching is where you can find out more about getting personalized help with your running and nutrition to take you to the next level. Have a great week, stay consistent, focused, and most importantly, enjoy your running.